0: the HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells a personal fitness podcast where
1: we,
2: I'm Eugene Cordero.
1: And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. I have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is
2: solely based
0: on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science.
1: So please keep in mind we're not doctors and never claimed to be. Nah, man. Just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves some fitness. want to help you with yours. And the help can start so Soon. soon. By soon. soon meaning now. Yeah, We got it. We di- Ooh, we are in sync. We're in it. <laughs> okay. We're Not in it. it? We're in it. Oh no. We're in it. Oh, I thought you meant like a uh, Dairy Maine, Pennywise. Okay, well. Some clown. Now we're out of it. All right. We're doing
2: everything wrong. So let's welcome our guest to the weight room. Ladies and gentlemen, Oscar
3: Montoya. Hey, guys. What's Hi buddy? up? Wow, that was beautiful, by the way.
2: Thank you. Uh, the way I said your name, or?
3: <laughs> yes, that, but mm. the intro. Oh, yeah. For, the
1: yeah. it stuff, or was that a no, little? No, that was bad. Yeah, yeah. Bad. That was, bad. That was yeah, bad. bad. Yeah, we fell yeah. off very quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man.
3: That's, That's okay, a fucking man.
1: cultural touchstone right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, 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 People are talking about them people red balloons. People are talking,
2: you know, <laughs> how many people, you know, dressed up as Pennywise for Halloween's, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. How many sexy Pennywise's were there?
2: How many sexy balloons wow. were there?
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 a nice couple's costume: just Pennywise like, and Pennywise. a sexy balloon. <laughs>
2: Pennywise
1: <laughs> and a lady <laughs> on a bo- <laughs> on a stick. <laughs> Dude, that red balloon costume was <laughs> horny oh, as hell, man. Yeah. man. <laughs> and she was just perched on a stick yeah. for the night. People. <laughs> People use any excuse to dress sexy. God. You dress up like a horny Small. red balloon. Fucking
2: isn't that um isn't that a uh, a song? Horny red balloon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like
3: it. Yeah. 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 It's a sequel to ninety nine. She red dressed red red as a
1: red horny <laughs> balloon.
3: Oh, oh, that's the melody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Not ninety-nine yeah. sexy red balloons. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. That doesn't make sense. Do you think red there's Balloon, a- you did the Red Balloon Do you song? think
2: there's a chance that 99 people in the world uh, for Halloween dressed up as a Red Balloon? That
3: would be
1: incredible. It's got to be. Across the world. It's got to be. Independently What's, of each other. What, 7 billion people on the planet? Oh, man, there's got to be at least three Chinese people who Because <laughs> they're in the billions. Yeah. <laughs> so they make up for a lot of it.
2: we are want- getting
1: into that uh, SNL guy territory. No, I'm not. not that yet. guy... <laughs> That guy is way beyond it. Yeah. yeah. Later, bro. <laughs> See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Uh, what were you saying, Oscar?
3: I'm just thinking like <laughs> I've never seen an actual red balloon costume, but I would respect the hell out of it. If oh, yeah. me too. It would be so dope. I,
2: mean, I don't think I've ever seen a balloon costume before. Yeah, that's true. What about Missy Elliott? Y- yeah, but that's it, a garbage. B- yeah, but
3: that's yeah. Like, what is that? Is that a is Black that, balloon costume, or is that a garbage bag costume?
2: Yeah, or is that just like um, like a leather, like an inflatable leather outfit that happened to look balloonish, or
3: not a costume at all? And not, yeah, or, yeah.
2: Because in order to have a balloon costume, you would assume that they would have that little knot in the butt area, and then a string that keeps going
3: <laughs> in the butt area, in the butt, in the back
2: specifically area, specifically in the butt area. Okay, right in the middle of the crotch. Each.
1: Like, yeah, I think you lined line by. that thing up. That thing looks like an asshole. you lined it up with your asshole. <laughs> you no, know, that's what I was trying to say, but <laughs> okay. Oscar was telling me that I was wrong.
0: <laughs> and you'd either do
2: that or you'd do it as an Audi. Like, you'd I put do, it in thank the front. Oh, that makes sense. You. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It does
1: look like an or Audi. Or at the but. top,
2: and you'd be an upside down balloon, but then that means you have to do handstands all <laughs> yeah. night for people to figure out what you are.
1: What about where those costumes were? It makes it look like somebody's doing a handstand. That clown
2: is like hands or feet and feet. Oh are yeah, yeah, that yeah. fucking Very trips disturbing. me out. Very disturbing. Very disturbing.
1: Because it's like t- they're moving around too well. Yeah, on or plans. like hands
3: yeah. or like pet costumes with like a person attached <laughs> to the back. Yeah, I hate it's it. super weird. it stresses
2: I me hate out. Yeah, anything riding <laughs> something
1: <laughs> like
3: that's
2: just so weird. That's very weird No, yeah, riding, no. Costumes, no riding costumes No riding no, costumes Balloon, no.
3: show me Yes, please Show me
2: balloon I want
1: Yeah
3: Riding? No
2: Mm-mm.
1: Nope. Well, I was watching Labyrinth Do Y'all remember that movie? Y'all oh, do
3: What? <laughs> hey, baby Y'all yeah? remember a deep
1: cut movie No one's
2: ever
3: heard of? Labyrinth? <laughs> hey, y'all heard of
1: Labyrinth?
2: All right
1: Here's my bit about this I'm trying to sound I'm trying to sound accessible <laughs> Hey, 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 hey Folks What's up, Houston, Texas? <laughs> Uh, y'all heard of Labyrinth?
3: <laughs> this is going to play big with the Houston crowd. Yeah, y'all know <laughs>
1: Bowie? Yeah. Y'all like some lean? You guys uh, fuck with Bowie? Screen Screw. Uh, what about Labyrinth? There's like uh, one of the little puppets in that. Sure. Uh, rides around on a dog.
3: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they'll like, mm-hmm. when
1: he's up close, they'll kind of like articulate him and move him around. But there's a few shots where they're all walking together and it's just like a stuffed animal yeah. strapped to a dog. That's <laughs> exactly. Like, that's
2: like fucking how long Kermit's legs are in Muppets Take Manhattan <laughs> when he's on that bike. You're like, oh, oh that's a full
1: grown man. <laughs> like, he does not even scale yeah. correctly at all. No, they just had Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> no, they had Minute Bull. What? <laughs> <laughs> Manute's like, Manute's a, Manute's in a like, fucking green felt costume get a smaller bike yeah get a smaller bike now dude, that agent came through for him he's like yeah, i got you a fucking gig, <laughs> and no one will know nobody yeah. but nobody you will get paid. paid you will get paid get yeah. paid yeah unbelievable
2: um but All yeah right. oscar welcome bud hi we love it that you're
1: here. Um, thanks for doing the show. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, let's yeah, well, let's yap about all of that. So wait, give us give us the background on you. Where'd you grow up? And- okay,
1: so
3: I grew up in Colombia in South America. Uh huh. And I came here when I was twelve. Okay. And by here, Were you I in mean Bogota,
1: or no?
3: I was in Cali. Um, no, Cali is a city. I was in a village called Palmira. Wow. Which is close to Cali, which is the biggest city around that area. Okay. Um, I've actually. I'm embarrassed to say that I've never been to any of the touristy spots in Colombia. Why is that embarrassing? Because you're really from
0: there. (laughs) But you're also... You're not going to go fucking
1: vacation. I know, I know. But it's also... also
3: Up to 12 years old, so
1: it's not like, you know what, let me take a trip right quick, folks.
3: Yeah. I'm nine years old, and I want to see what what the buzz is all about in this country.
1: Where do we rip tourists off? Let me go there.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so then I moved from uh, Columbia to Queens in New York. Okay. Oh, cool. I lived there. For, I've been living there forever then moved upstate for school okay. upstate New York and then I moved back to Queens and then I lived all over New York cuz that's what you do sure. in your 20s and then uh I moved here 4 years ago
2: okay okay um so uh growing up mm-hmm. those 12 years um what, what what were you were you into sports were you into like
3: uh like, what was what was your life like? Yeah, then? so in terms of, like, um, sports... I mean, soccer is, like, the thing everyone sure. is obsessed with. I was not that kid at all. I was very much an indoor kid. Do you
2: have siblings and... In-
3: I had... I So I have uh, three sisters, one older, two younger. Mm-hmm. But when I was two years old, my parents and my older sister moved to the States. And so I stayed in Columbia... And my uh, my grandma raised me essentially. I see. Um. So, but I was you and your two sisters, your two other sisters. My or- my one sister. I have one older sister. One so older sister. Time, yeah. Oh. Okay. And then I have two younger sisters that were born in the U.S. Got it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. So, um, when I was in, so my grandma raised me, but I also had like. Dozens of cousins in right. Colombia because you know a Latinx family is not just the nuclear family. It's right. huge, you know. So yeah, all of my dozen cousin. Do- Ooh,
1: Ooh, all right. Welcome back. to Oscars okay. sitcom. <laughs> all right, I'm like the pitch of This dozen cousins. No, just dozen.
2: Everybody, air, air my family.
1: Dozen cousin.
2: Don't dozen don't even- cousin. <laughs> Hi. I like this pitch, Dozen Cousin." <laughs> Takes place in Houston, Texas, because they love Labyrinth.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: y'all, y'all, y'all get on top of this. <laughs> hey, let me tell you. You fuck with this, y'all? Anyways, thank you, Netflix, for this meeting. <laughs> y'all like five
3: seasons right away?
2: Cool, <laughs> oh, awesome. good. Y'all Just like based the-, the
1: name? <laughs> y'all like a little puppet strapped to a dog? <laughs> well, let me tell you about Dozen Cousins. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> let me tell you about Dozen Cousins. We all ride our own bikes. <laughs> So there's no change. No
3: change. Plot. No, this doesn't need a plot.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. We're
1: just telling you what's wrong with other shows. Who's the tallest black man playing a frog you ever seen ride a bike? (laughs) How'd it go, man? I sold it in the room.
2: (laughs) <laughs> um, so, so you you are with your grandma, your all your cousins mm-hmm. living yeah. life there,
3: yeah. And they were all into soccer. That was like a thing everyone did. Our okay, so like we lived in a village, but our house faced a landfill, okay, um, which is like where we played. That was our playground, right? Of course. So it was like we s- pretty much played in trash, um, gross, disgusting trash, right? right? But um, you're out there
1: finding stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. it's the best
3: part, like finding, finding and kicking shit. Like, yeah, kicking yeah. shit, like, yeah, finding weird stuff, like, you know, having, like, little corners of, like, I don't know, we, like, I remember, like, we drew a map of, like, the entire landfill and was, like, this is where we can't go, because that's where all the animal carcasses are, Wow, like, yeah. this is where this is, like, this is cool, there's, like, a... A hornet's nest here We can't go there So I wow. mean that was like Pretty much my childhood Yeah um, That being said I was also incredibly Like um very sensitive kid Growing up Okay Very quiet Very shy Indoor kid Very yeah Like an indoor kid Um, Yeah or not so much But I was like I was more like an observer Like I oh, wasn't okay. someone Who was like I want in on this. Sure. Like I would just like sit and watch and like you know.
2: Well, with that many family, like with an extended family, you kind of have to find where yeah. you fit because like there's
1: so many. You go alphas. two directions. You yeah. either fight to be heard or you just decide oh, yeah. to kind of retreat inward. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. yeah. And for me, it was like right, I'm going to retreat. I'm going to watch. You know. Um. And so when it came to playing soccer, I was I never played soccer. Mm-hmm, okay. I always watched. Um. Yeah, because it it was uh, scary to me.
1: (laughs) Okay. It is a great spectator sport. Yeah. It It is. You know,
3: I I liked watching. But but
2: it's also very physical and very competitive. Yeah. And and if you're not in that mindset for that sport. Yeah.
3: And I think sports in general, to me, I sort of avoided because it was so masculine in that way okay. like very like aggressively sure. like boy especially like when you're talking about yeah. boys and like especially like teenage boys and stuff like that and that would, vibe was so not my vibe at all um but what i did was i did cumbia dancing and that's that's what I did. I've done that. So since that's I was when four your dancing old. started mm-hmm. because you
1: still are very much yes. in yeah. dance. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's how I got started in it. Um, and Wait, I, sorry, su- say
2: it. The type of dance
3: I guess. Gumbia, which okay. is uh, like the traditional Colombian got type it. of dancing. Right. Um, it's, I I don't
1: know what that is. What What is the style? Um, so
3: it's a partner dance. Okay. And uh, essentially, it is sort of like a the. I mean, like the, the story. I guess it. It, it's like a lot of circular movement, and it's a group of like 12 people just sort of like dancing around in the circle, and then you like switch partners and you partner up with them. It's essentially like, like four a, square,
1: like four kind or, of. Or yeah, uh, square what, dancing, but cool. Yeah, <laughs> sexy
3: and yeah, cool. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very, very sexy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but
2: square
1: dancing, but. Latin, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah, Yeah. and it is (laughs) so Uh, real. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. everything that comes with that. Yeah, 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 Yeah. exactly. Square dancing is not. Have you guys ever square danced
3: before?
1: I have. You have? Yeah. So where I went to school, you had to do it like in fourth grade. You You did like a whole, yeah. You did like a whole installation on square dancing, huh? And it was like real exciting because you got partnered up, Uh and then you'd practice. Signed, or did you pick your partner? You signed.
3: Mm-hmm. It wasn't then,
1: like a Red Rover situation? <laughs> no, nah, I think that you're setting some kids up for some failure. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. You got to sure, pick your own sure. shit. Uh, so they just kind of took that out of our hands. For sure. But, uh, you Smart. Smart. Pu- <laughs> you practiced a bunch and then you put on a performance for parents. You had to like dress up and shit. Oh, shit. Cowboy wow. boots and everything? No, nah, I muscles? think so, there were some kids that like leaned in, but yeah. I uh-huh. think I just kind of dressed nice. And I remember my mom saying, Don't mess this up. Yeah. Oh. I, of course, did. You know, <laughs> sure. She's like, How did you lose your shirt? You know, I, was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, thought it was part of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was weird because all the, like, all the, there's a bunch of songs now that sound like the square dancing songs. Okay.
3: Wait, how does the square dancing song go?
1: It's like, uh, well, a man left your corner and you walk right by her. But it's it's kind of like talk country, mm, mm-hmm, but there's a lot of like... Uh, <laughs> oh, so it's like 99 red sexy balloons. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like... Uh, that classic Lil- <laughs> song. <laughs> it's like little knots. and... Is uh, it in your the- butt
2: or it is your belly <laughs> <pay> button?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the string. The git. <laughs> Have you heard the get down? Yes. Yeah, that sounds it.
2: like a square dance song. What's the get down? It. It's like another one of those like. Gonna uh, take a two step and cowboy boogie. It's another one of the new rap.
1: Um, That's a thing now. Yeah, it yeah. is. But, so bo- crazy. but Bone Thugs and Harmony were did doing it. Best. <laughs> yeah, back, oh, um, in the back in the day. <laughs> Crossroads the a... yeah. No, it's you better count you. Yeah, they did that. Money. I don't know that song. Oh, yeah. yeah,
3: they brought. Uh, it I'm lacking in my Bone Thugs knowledge. Yeah,
1: you man. gotta check to check that it. song. Out. That's is the, the s-
2: city that you wanted to run, run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> check uh, out the I don't know what that song it's Cowboy Gangster, I think. Or Gangster I, Cowboy. Check yes. it out. That's what started them all.
2: Oh, yeah. oh damn, dude. really? That's the Pokemon of fucking <laughs> cowboy
3: rap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that Pokemon is the apex of pop culture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Cool,
2: cool, cool. That's what started anything.
3: Yeah.
2: Hell oh, yeah, dude. Squirtle and uh, bulbasaur. Fucking, or, yeah. And, Homeboy, homeboy had the red hat way before Super Mario yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> he was just too young to see him. Ash,
1: Ash, what do you know about Charizard? What you know about Charizard? Hey,
3: hey
0: Houston, hey, yeah.
1: Houston, how you feel about Charizard? Yeah. Shout out to all them Grass types over in Houston. How y'all doing? How much damage y'all doing? So you're getting into this dance at like four years old. Oh, four yes. years old, yeah. So it's circles, partnered off.
3: Yeah, partnered off. It is like what
1: kind of music? Colombian? It's
3: traditional cumbia music, which okay. is like very specific to like South America and Central America. And are
2: your cousins doing this as well? No, or you're I, like no. you found you I seek this the only out. one. How did you yes. find it?
3: So I had a Janks. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> Jenks. Um Janks. <laughs> Not Spanx, nah. Janks. <laughs> Janks, baby, Janks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a, uh, an aunt who was like the cultured aunt, you know? She uh-huh. was like, like well, educated and, you know, she took us to like art museums and then she took us to a, like a cumbia performance at like the cultural center uh, in the Cali, which is the closest city. And I, I like immediately... Was latched like, onto it. It's like a, it. a a child, a little baby was like, "This is what I want to do." It, wow. got it got you. It got yeah. It got me right away. I did, there was something really cool about the way they moved that I was like, "I've never seen. I, I mean, truly, I've never seen anything like that before." Wow. What a
1: fucking gift! Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't happen for everybody. No, no. for But sure. that's also why you want
2: to expose yeah. children to True. a bunch of things so yes. that they can really like see
1: what. You know, yeah, they get attached to, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great, it gives me the goosebumps that you know, and that like the argument for you know, bringing the arts back and yes. and funding the arts and all. I mean, it's so important because it's you know, people that don't get an opportunity to see that stuff at that age, yeah, 100, they could be missing, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. a crucial part of their identity and life. Yeah. And it's
2: helped identify Oscar for his life, yeah, forever, yeah, well, and it
1: had to be. Like uh, baked into you in some way mm-hmm. You know for for you to have that much of a response To it at that young of an age yeah, Something yeah. that was just inside you Well
3: it's just I think like art is just communication You know what I yeah, mean sure, and it like yeah. straight up spoke to me Yeah wow. so yeah, like cool. that Was so major Yeah cause also like you know Like even doing dancing Like I grew up in Colombia feeling Very much out of like, Most not, not social connected. norms uh-huh. You know like mm-hmm. especially cause like I wasn't necessarily like the most bo- like, you know what I mean? I was like very shy, very quiet, like not like a rough housing kind of right, traditional
1: kind of ma- masculine. Exactly. Macho yeah. So shit. I always felt like, hmm, I don't
3: belong right. in this world. Yeah. You know? But yeah. with Kumbia, I was like, oh, these are, there's a world outside of this very small, specific place. And were
2: you in. one of the youngest people kind of in the, in there? I was. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I I remember there was a kid that was like, I think eight years old. And to me that felt like a straight up adult. Sure. that I was just like, wow, this kid is old. Fucking
1: eight years old.
2: And was it another boy?
3: It was another boy. Yeah. Uh There was not a lot of boys. There was a lot of, there. I think him and I were the only two boys, but there were a lot of men. But the funny thing was I was the youngest person there. So a lot of it is partner dancing, so I would partner up with straight up women yeah. as like a four-year-old <laughs> doing yeah. like, and there's a lot of like turns and stuff like that, so it was very funny. Everyone thought it, I was very funny. It's adorable. And funny
1: and cute and, and fair- this little yeah. Exactly, yeah. People love that when to like little kids doing grown-up sure. stuff. Yeah. Like if you put Quincy like in a little business suit and gave him a briefcase, <laughs> people fucking go nuts for you mean? For That's him. how he goes to school.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> got a little cell phone. I... I drop him off and the last thing I say to him I, I say get your job did and, he, get, your and job dead? get your job did get your job did and then he straightens his tie and he goes copy <laughs> And then he punches another
3: kid in the face. <laughs> I go, business done. Business and then we leave. Done. He doesn't Good. stay for the Great. day. I'm he doesn't to- go to school. <laughs> yeah. He punches one child and goes home. <laughs> I'm getting a text here.
1: It's from Quincy's assistant that lunch is canceled today. Yeah, for I had a, you. He had, a lunch, he had a lunch, lunch schedule that's oh, canceled. Okay. Oh. Damn, that's sucks. Quincy
3: is,
2: he is in a dance class, and he, it's just him and three girls. Mm-hmm. Like There's not many boys
3: in it at all, how and does, he just loves it. How did he find dance? um well
2: we don't there's no screen we don't um, watch aunt? anything
3: mm-hmm. you have a culture
2: house uh, and your aunt came over <laughs> 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 um, so we but we play music all day mm. and um, and uh, we just we sing a lot in the house and we we dance you a lot You playing off the yep.
1: like the speakers or you and Trish do instruments depends depends
2: <laughs> no, I'll play. I'll play guitar and just sit there and play guitar. And oh, wow. you Play like, a little guitar, and he'll just like dance around and oh, like wow. the only movies that we had shown him at that point, um, growing up, other than like Moana, I think, mm-hmm. from his cousins was Singing in the Rain and um, oh, wow. and, and Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. So he's just he just knows that it's you just do it, yeah. Um and um and so. Like we signed him up for like this music class when he was very young, um and also like this tumbling thing so they could like you know work on his on his like coordination and stuff um and then even in his music class, he would just always be like swaying around, and anytime that it was time to dance, he would like really be focused in wow, so then we were just looking for the earl- the earliest time that we could sign him up for a class, mm-hmm. and it was this. Not like quite mommy and me, just kind of like, you can watch them through this gloss thing. Mm-hmm. But he was like, this is when he was like just at two. Like we got him in as soon as we could. And you had to buy a pair of um, character shoes and a pair of da- uh, jazz shoes and a pair of tap shoes. Capizios? Yep. Ooh. Um, so then we get go there and all the kids his age, all these girls, all these, like the one other boy would just want to run back to mom or not do it. And he's yeah. standing in front of the teacher and he's just paying attention. Just he's trying just to get trying it. trying to do it. That
3: I love it. So then now so beautiful. He, yeah. I love that so much. So then now Ugh. he's in
2: like a, a kind of like a private class where it's just him and two other uh two or three other girls, mm-hmm. and they just
3: do it for like an hour. What kind of dancing does he like? Right most?
2: now it's just like he loves his tap shoes. Yeah. So sometimes he's just like when we were potty training him, it was just like underwear and tap shoes.
3: <laughs> that was it. <laughs> That's a look. That was a look. That's amazing.
2: Um, so he, but so he likes the sound of the tap. He's also like rhythm based, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. So it's like he likes the sound of the tap. But then like, you know, other than that, all he knows is just to kind of like jump up and down and kind of figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And he just likes hearing that there are different noise if he jumps a different way with yeah. the tap shoes. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. That's incredible. But it's crazy that he like, you know, zoned in on it. And it's like other things. He loves music and he'll pay attention. But then like he knows music kind of is in like the background of things. Mm. So he'll listen to it and then go and try to do something else. Mm -hmm. Where with dance, he's like, wait, I'm learning something. And he'll get really focused on it, Mm. which is cool. Yeah. Um, But also like one of those things where, so you found this in your life. Mm. You're the youngest one kind of figuring this out. And that doesn't deter you. It just focuses you. No. Yeah.
3: I just, I just love movement. I love, I love, dancing. It was the only place where I felt very much, um, not like uh, self-aware. I don't know. Uh Like I, I've, I've, even as an adult too, I'm like always sort of like, uh, sometimes I feel like very like, when I get like self-aware, I get very like weird about it. Like for example, in improv, I have this weird thing. Cause I like have stage fright. Um, and I've, I've done this, I've done improv for so long that I figured out a way to like get it out of the way but if someone calls me by my name on stage by it, your real name yeah uh-huh. it like messes me up like oh. i'll suddenly get very self-aware and it like freaks me out but oh. if
2: but if they call you by a character name
3: yeah oh, yeah that's fine because i'm not that person you know what i mean it yes. is like oh yeah nice. interesting yeah, yeah. or if someone calls out something that i'm wearing or like like actual clothing. When they call
1: it your real When person. they remind you yeah. that you're on stage. Yes, I think, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah.
3: Then all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, what, what, what am I doing? Like, oh, okay. You can't give
1: over to the story <laughs> or whatever it is. That yeah, you're-
3: it feels sort of, it's, yeah, it feels, sort of feels like, oh, you've like broken sort of this, to me, improv is still, is like so play-focused. It focus. yeah. yeah. If, that it's.
1: If you're doing it right,
3: for sure. Exactly, yeah, that it feels like, oh, you've sort of, we're not playing anymore. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, whatever.
2: So then how do you feel? Do you not? Do you never do the intro?
3: No. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? No, 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 no. Because no. that would be you. Yes. Got it. Never.
2: So you never are the one that steps out and goes, hey. That makes me
3: so uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: So uh, is that because, but uh, as a dancer, mm-hmm. are you you?
3: As a dancer, well, I mean, as a, <clears throat> as a dancer, I was like very very so like performing wise i was like very nervous yeah and i had stage fright every time i would perform on stage because it wasn't a class yeah so it wasn't just like there were stakes involved and right. that yeah. made me it so it wasn't nervous. you learning
2: it was you showing
3: yeah, yeah. i think that was it
2: yeah, yeah yeah i think
3: with dance and choreography in general it's like i'm learning this is for me i like this but then when it became performative it's like this is not for me anymore it's for other people and I think that's where my stage fright really starts getting Uh activated Uh is like when I'm on stage and I'm having fun like that's for me like very selfish when it comes to like playing playing. and when it's not that when it for example if it's like auditioning is hard for me because it's like it's not for me it's for other people like any sort of showcase is like really hard for me because it's not for me it's for other people right Uh, at least like I still have some you know I still yeah. have some ways to go in terms of like getting out of my head in that of course um, when it comes to that so you got to make them um, all the same yeah i think yeah. so yeah
1: the yeah. the performance should still be play exactly like, yeah. yeah there's ways that you can kind of trick yourself and you figure it out with improv right right but yeah, yeah it's got to be you got to be able to do that mm-hmm. for everything yeah. yeah what as a young as a youngster did you were you good cuz you're a very incredible dancer now did oh, you show goodness. Did you have a natural ability towards it? I think so. I think it,
3: maybe because I was so young, I sort of learned rhythm. I think I just inherently had a good sense of rhythm. I, I mean, I, d- I don't know if I like had it before. Mm-hmm. I right. Never. I don't think I ever. I was too young, so I don't really remember. Or if that was just like learning dance was unlocked this like natural. It's pretty exciting as a kid
1: too, to where you you have something you're good at.
3: Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. the first. Performance in front of people that wasn't cumbia was I did conga a uh, Gloria Stephens conga conga yeah. mm-hmm. and I was wearing like this big ruffly costume and it was like Great. so over the top and crazy and I was like very nervous or whatever and a lot of it is just like shoulder shaking or whatever mm-hmm. but I felt <laughs> like I was having so much fun with the ruffle thing that I just had the best oh, wow. time and I remember that was the first time where people were like this is this kid is good. <laughs> That's great. And I was like, what? It was just so wild. Because you're to me. just
2: so having so much fun yeah. and so confident in yeah. it.
3: Yeah. And I was like seven at the I was like seven years old at wow. the time. And sort of like very like, oh other people are gonna judge what you do on stage. And it feels good when it, they say it, good when things. When it's going good, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a
1: little currency. Yeah. A little-
3: and I think that was like the first taste sure. of like, taste, oh, yeah. this is
2: fun. Taste All of this- like me working hard and you seeing a result yeah. that
3: you like is nice. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I did the same dance a second time uh-huh. at like a bigger, I remember a bigger venue. And I choked.
1: Oh, no. Because
3: I was so aware of the audience. Yeah, And that was when I was like, oh, no. Why yeah. can't I do the same thing that I did? I can't do it again. It's like in- performance is not consistent, you know? Yeah. yeah,
1: especially when you're chasing that feeling you had before and trying mm-hmm. to recreate instead of just having whatever the experience Continue is going to be. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and and having fun there. Wow.
3: Yeah, it's weird. And you know, like not for nothing but like the re- I was because I was so um, nervous on stage is the reason why I started doing improv. I never wanted to be a comedian or, like, I never thought I was a funny person. At I was not, like, a performer in terms of, like, acting or whatever. Like, my performance was only limited to dance. Uh-huh. But it got to a point where when I was auditioning for stuff, I would, like, sort of sabotage solos or whatever so I wouldn't, like, have a solo.
2: Oh, wow. And then
3: I would be like, I have to get over this. And then I, uh, my roommate at the time was like, you should take – classes like improv classes and i was like oh, this seems like such a nightmare and then i did and it changed my entire life
1: wow yeah did you have a similar kind of lightning connection with improv that you did with no, dancing no. no
3: improv did not come easy at all
1: improv felt like work that was
2: going to help you with your dance yes
3: yeah, exactly yeah. that's the wow, way that i never I would it. guess that that's mm-hmm. good to hear yeah it's interesting. and i was like really 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 um sort of um Resistant towards improv Because I was like Oh I don't know Like I'm not a comedian Like Yeah People are gonna be Really intense about that And then my roommate Assured me He's like No there's people In like beginning classes That aren't performers Is this in New York Or is this "This in New York Uh Yeah And Yeah I did it I I did it at UCB And When I went to the first class Everybody was like I wanna be on SNL And immediately I was like Oh No (laughs) (laughs) So the first class Was a struggle for me Yeah um, I would never go up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we had to like talk about ourselves or whatever. I remember stuttering the entire time and feeling so weird oh, about buddy. it. I remember I left after the first half of class cause I was like, this is, this is not for me. I made
1: a mistake. I made a huge you left mistake. During
3: the break? During the break. Yeah. Wow. And then I went back cause I was like, Oh, this was a lot of money. Um, and, but I hated the entire, I like it just didn't come naturally to me. I didn't understand how this was going to help me get better. Cause it made me feel when worse. Was this? When, when was this? This was 2008. Yeah. I want to say. Um, yeah. So, um, I stopped doing it. Uh-huh. I took a break. Um, but the entire time I was so impressed with improv. Like I couldn't fathom the idea of people making stuff up on the spot it was so alien to me because like my high school my college we didn't have improv at all so like to me it was like brand new
2: oh wait wait let's go let's go back then a little bit so then yeah so you move here i moved here i mean you moved to queens
3: yes um at 12 yes sixth grade and now was that
1: good or was that rough
3: (laughs) i didn't speak english oh my god i was hitting puberty I was gay.
1: <laughs> yeah, all right. That <laughs>
3: is rough. <laughs> That's and, bad. In the, you know, early, mid-90s. And like, were
1: you... I love the straight white male. So was that pretty cool yeah. doing that? You're like, ah, oh, <laughs> Were you out? Up uh, uh, no, no, a couple no, things. Well. Not, not no, at all. At all. no, I had no clue
3: what I was. Yeah, so I, I no definitely clue. knew that I was not normal.
2: Yeah, yeah. And living in America was old.
3: like, hmm. I definitely wasn't normal. So I did everything in my power to try to assimilate, not stand out, like yeah. try to get rid of that well, accent I mean, as fast that, as I could. If
2: that was anything like what you were like when you were a kid, you wanted to observe.
3: Yeah. And, and if, that's exactly what I did. Do that,
2: even even having this drive to, to dance mm-hmm. and having this thing, you're like, nobody's doing that, so yeah. I can't do that anymore.
3: So this is the, another like really weird <sighs> thing. So when I came to the States, I lived with my parents who I didn't know yeah for wow. 10 years and would they God. come back at all or like? no 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 oh, okay. no so like I haven't seen them since I was 2 years old and then I had two other sisters that I've never seen before did this you is, even
2: know they were going to be no, there not at all this is an all.
3: insane story yeah it's it's great it's can, really can wild. you
2: even say how and why <laughs> this happened
3: um so when <laughs> So light 'em up. Drag 'em. Drag them <laughs> drag They them moved up. to the States. They took my older sister, but I, as a baby, was a very sick child. Okay. Like I was um like I was born premature, like, and like it was just a complicated like mm-hmm. okay. birth thing. I grew up like very malnutrition. Like it was just bad. And my parents thought it was best to leave me here because the risk of taking me somewhere else to them felt like too much.
1: Well, also like to a place that they've never lived before. And exactly. Look yeah, for- they don't they don't know about getting you the right kind of medical help that you mm-hmm. would and need. You had and- the support system of your,
3: exactly. your extended yeah. family there. Yeah. So they okay. left. That but makes sense. Then when I was there, I, the con- contact was sort of non-existent. You know, so after a while, they were like, "Oh yeah, it's time to it's time to bring you back to us." So I was like, "Oh." Whoa whoa, whoa, That's weird And so yeah I moved To this place You leave all your friends Yeah 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 Yeah. No more Well I didn't really have a lot Oh (laughs) really Friends growing up Yeah I was again Shy Quiet Sure Um, And so But there goes dozens Cuz Yeah Yeah. There's a dozen cousin Dozen cousin
0: Some of you are way too comfortable with uncomfortable socks. You just buy them from the big box store, you buy them in the 800 pack, you take them out of that plastic, and you just rock them. And sometimes they got holes in them, sometimes they're not, you know, form fitting enough, sometimes they're too big, or they get stretched out in the wash, or they get shrunk in the wash, or you lose one in the wash, but you still hold on to them. Well, guess what? Maybe it's Bamba's time, guys. Maybe it's time for some Bamba socks because you know what? Bamba socks are soft and like made with the softest cotton in the world. There's extra cushioning in there. So it's like amazing when you're going to the gym. It's amazing when you're just chilling at home and you're not embarrassed when somebody's like, hey, when you walk into my house, take off your shoes. You got some cool socks and they're Bamba socks. You know, they provide support in places you didn't even know you needed it, like your arches. They have arch support system that doesn't feel too tight. It just hugs your foot. It's amazing. And did you know that socks are the number one most requested item for homeless shelters? Well, with Bamba Socks, they created a, ch- a, a way to change that. For every pair you buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. You know? So they're getting great socks. You're getting great socks. And I know sometimes you guys know that there's like that seam, that little ridge on the top that you hate on your, on your socks. Bombas doesn't even have those, man. They're smooth across your foot. So just get some pairs. I don't even want to keep talking about this because they're so great. I rock them all the time. You know, and if you want to give socks as a gift, I know usually that's a dumb gift, not with Bombas socks. If people got me Bombas socks, I'd be so happy. In fact, get me socks. Go to Bombas.com slash dumbbells today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash dumbbells for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash dumbbells for that discount. Do it now. Buy me some socks, people, and then buy yourself some tips.
3: Yeah, so like, you know, it's a culture shock in literally every single way possible. Every way. Yeah. Going to not only like not Columbia, but to a major city like New York and in Queens. So that was a trip for me. And then, whereabouts
2: in Queens were you? Woodside? Yeah.
3: And um, then meeting two younger sisters that I've never met before. And then like really meeting my parents for the first time, you know? And so that was weird. And a a lot of that was, so, you know, I like wanted to continue dancing and my parents were not okay with it.
2: Oh no. At all. With you dancing at all. Yeah. Even if it's, Part of the culture of your life.
3: Not at all. No, no, okay. no. They were very much like, men don't dance. What are men you crazy? Men don't dance. So, blah, blah, blah. so yeah. now we're there's s-
2: this also this masculinity that you've have, haven't had to necessarily deal with directly. Well, exactly, because
3: I was raised by a woman yes. and it was like very you know what I mean? Yeah, so like I, of course. You know? We're, and then to yeah, it was nuts.
1: When your parents, like, if they were to watch Footloose or when you guys watch Footloose, were they on John Lithgow's <laughs> I side? I
3: think they watched Footloose.
1: Okay. If they did, well, they would have
3: been on jungle,
2: They would When the they were awesome. watching
1: Happy.
3: Feet. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> were they like every other penguin? They were every other penguin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that might be a better.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Lithka was on the way out. On
3: that <laughs> <Yeah. one. laughs> um. But yeah, when I. But then I was also a little bit like. where can I do cumbia here in America? There is a huge Colombian population in Jackson Heights. There is. I live Um, in Jackson Heights. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. For like
2: uh, like six years. Yeah. yeah,
3: And then there is a cumbia company in Jackson Heights. Oh, really? Yeah. That I... Found out later in life, but at twelve, I don't know how to like no, circle sure Like I didn't, you know, I didn't you, know,
1: especially with your parents discouraging
2: you. And either. also exactly, like yeah. with so many things happening otherwise. So many, yeah, exactly. I was like, just like,
3: "What is my life?" And at twelve Truly. years old,
2: you are not going to be able to go like, "Okay, as uh, the the adult thing to do is find the thing that I am the most connected to
3: and and right. l- seek that out." Yeah, like exactly. You're 12. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, but in middle school we had like after school mm-hmm. and it was called talent and in in talent you had to pick one of the arts to whether you wanted to be in band or like acting class or there was also journalism was an, an art oh, what an art <laughs> which is yeah very funny um and so one of them was dance you know and i was like oh my gosh what and the it's so this is so cruel and no one should ever do this ever, but they had all the students in middle school go to the auditorium and an assembly and they would go down and be like, okay, you have to pick one talent. And it's like, who wants to go to band? And then the people who were interested in band had to stand up and like sit in this a, a oh, corner God. and then it got to dance. And I stood up being like, well, I want to. And I realized everybody was laughing at me and I realized that I was the only boy in that group. And even the girls that were in dance were all laughing at me. And I was like, okay, this is not oh, normal. That's bullshit. Um, and it became, yeah, the start of endless teasing in middle school oh. for me to be in dance. But the the thing that I will say, I had everything I have ever done in my life, I owe it to one person. And her name is Janice Kozlovsky, my dance teacher from junior high. She taught me to do what I love, despite what other people might think. Cause I, I, you know, like, and, and we didn't do cumbia, but we, that's how I, I was introduced to modern dancing. And that became I, my obsession. I was like, modern dance. This was like, Oh my gosh. Like, You can like move with your, uh, it was just, it really just like woke me up. And she's a major reason for that. She was she supported me because I, you know, she like saw that I was like the only boy. I mean, it, and it was tough, you know. So instead of being like eh, whatever, she like put so much work into into like uh, cultivating that side wow, of me. Wow, thank God. And uh, truly, I owe ev- every. I think about her every single day. She's so important to me. See,
1: that's 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 so important. We're talking about the arts again. That's that needs to be nurtured. I yeah. mean for you just trying to survive, mm-hmm. you could have walked away from it, yeah. you know, trying to fit oh, yeah. in or, you know, you get I mean, abused enough by see, people.
2: There's, as soon as you stand up and you looked around and you heard... Oh, my gosh. All you had to do it was, was th- sit back down.
3: It's so tricky. It's like, ooh, it's like one of those moments that you, like, will never forget in your life, you know? It's yeah. it's rough. but But... You found her. That was it and it, like, changed my life and that was, like, what I did. I was a dancer, yeah? And so I went to... SUNY Purchase for college. Mm -hmm. I went to to an American history high school called the Academy of American Studies. And the only reason why I went there was because it was a specialized school. And I was like, okay, I don't want to go to my zone school. I don't want to get teased anymore. But they didn't have any arts programming at, that school, okay, because it was a brand new school and they were like figuring a lot of shit out. Yeah, so after that, I went to purchase for dance for contemporary dance.
2: So then, what were you doing dance wise all through high school? N- nothing. You weren't dancing. I was
3: going to see shows and, yeah, like I was seeing Alvin Ailey as you know. Yeah, tickets were expensive, but like sure. I saved enough money to like go and sort of do that. So. Uh-huh. That's essentially what doing I did. Were you doing,
2: like, workshops in New York and stuff, or not really? No,
3: not really. I See, I didn't know all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that, like, teenagers could, could. take classes, right. you know? Yeah. Sure. So, but luckily, I was able to get into the dance program at, in college.
2: But just even based off what you had already learned? What I had already wow. learned, yeah. So, okay. like, that
3: was... That's amazing. That was huge, yeah. you know? And so, um, yeah, so, like, that. that was the start of like my training as a dancer. And like, that was like what I was going to do.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And Uh, did you love it in college? Was it a good experience? I did love it. I mean, because
3: it was a conservatory program, it's all I did. And after four years, you sort of learn to not resent it, but it's like, oh, this is something that I have to do now. Yeah. I,
1: you know, lose a little magic. It does just like a
3: little bit, and and or it's dreading, and it's so strict too. Like our program, I mean, conservatory, like that school in particular, was had a very intense conservatory program, yeah. and like most conservatories in school, if you do anything outside of yep. the pro, like you'd get kicked out. Yeah. So like the danger was very real for us to like because we're sort of like doing it and it was like fear based, you know what I mean? Sure, so yeah. it was like, Oh, then that's never fun. You, don't, no. you know, you you can't have really have fun there, but, um, yeah, but it was great. I mean, I, it, I loved, I still and, loved and it. And you did
2: modern, you did contemporary, I modern did contemporary
3: modern. Yeah. yeah. So like, that was like my, yeah, the thing, the thing that I did.
2: So it was like a lot of, um, like, uh, like uh you
1: know you're barefoot and mm-hmm. oh no, trust me. I uh I went oh, to yeah. I went to all Mary- of
2: that. That's very it. much that. <laughs> I went to college at Marymount Manhattan College. Oh yeah, and, uh, it's a huge huge dance program and a huge acting program.
3: Very good dance program.
2: And um and it was like it was like the you know, it was like Actors and dancers. It was everybody. It was just you. Date, you dated the other side. Yeah. You know what I mean. It yeah. was like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. So my college girlfriend was a modern dancer mm-hmm. for like the majority of my college years. Mm-hmm. So it'd be I'd be at a lot of those. Yeah. Barefoot, um, you know, swift walking towards each other moments. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? I date- swift walking and then being like caught. Yeah, in, an in an imaginary in an imaginary curtain mm-hmm. that pulls you backwards yep. by a different set of arms, yep. and then but it was like magical mm-hmm. at times. Oh, but yeah. like you know, watching them excited my sophomore year yeah. to like still dating your my senior year and seeing how hard it was and the fact that they're getting graded on weight. Yeah and shit yeah. was
1: bananas. Yeah, I think I, da- the- I dance at this academy. I, I I was in a play when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and the lady that ran it, like a uh, just just I made like I have like <laughs> an expressive face or something, and she didn't have any boys doing it, so she was like, "Will you come dance?" So I got to go there on like a scholarship and dance there. Wow, so, yeah, What cool. kind of dancing did you do? Oh, what well, at the time it was I really liked it's it was called street jazz. But oh, it was, was hip hop. Yes, you know.
3: Yeah. I love those <laughs> jazz classes that are just straight up hip hop. They
1: have a name for it. Yeah. You know, I'm an old guy, but this was a good place
2: because you were able to take your shirt off at the beginning. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, I loved it. It was, it was really, I wish I would have stuck with it. I mean, I, I, I've kind of like uh washed out after like two mm-hmm. years, but I did like, um, you know, a couple of shows with her and, and really liked that. But I, I loved watching the contemporary dance. Like mm-hmm. I loved watching that and I wish I wanted to do it, but I never did. Yeah. I was it's too. It's fun.
3: Yeah. The cool thing that I'll say about the contemporary program that I really liked and it would have ruined me if it, if I did ballet or more strict modern is that, you know, unfortunately the dance community is so weight conscious and body conscious yeah. where in the bad way where, yeah. um, it's like you have, I mean with ballet, ballet is so destructive in terms of, the aesthetic of it where yes. you have to look a certain way yeah. or else you literally it's, can't it's do the it. The lines. Yeah. Black exactly. Swan. Exactly. And modern is sort right. of similar to okay. that. But contemporary is, yeah, that's a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, she went crazy. Uh, yeah, Texas. Yeah.
2: What do you guys think about that movie? Yeah. Y'all have ever seen, seen Black Swan? Swan?
3: Oh, Luke Warm. Okay, yeah. uh, okay, good. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, she had some know, issues. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's in the room. <laughs> yeah. um, but with contemporary, it was a little bit better because it was about the theory of everybody's body can communicate through dance and it was figuring out how your body created really nice lines you know how ah. how your body moved in a specific way that communicated That's with another dancer yeah in dance, and though. i think truly i mean i still had like issues in terms of like body stuff obviously but in a way like softened the blow oh my god if i did ballet it would have truly destroyed me. Yeah. It's so insane. Ballet is is oh
1: man. It's on. Wow. Yeah. It's and, like um it's not a, this isn't a one for one comparison, but it's kind of like being in a being in comedy versus being like in soap opera or something. Mm. You know what I mean? it's like, you yeah. can, you know, you can really shine as a comedic performer looking any way you want. Yeah. Whereas a soap, you're really, there's a, there's a high premium placed on looking a very specific exactly. way. Yeah. Everybody kind of looks And performing the same. a certain way. And mm-hmm. performing a certain so way. So it's like, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot you of You know pers- what? That is one for one. <laughs>
2: Give yourself credit, man.
1: It's Why exactly we- the same. <laughs> I just didn't want to like drag ballet, no, but comparing it to soap opera shit. Ballet and soap opera people are the same. <laughs> exactly the same. People. You hear me Houston? I'm Don't just you say- notice that? I'm just saying, they did take a chance on <laughs> Flash Dance. Yeah. Because she could she just did like break dancing and shit, and they've let her yeah. in. Well, she
3: Dang. didn't do the break dancing. No. A dude did the break <laughs> yeah. dancing. You know about that, right? <laughs> yeah. They put no, a dude in a, a wig and they were wig. like, do you break dancing. That's a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing up. all those moves. Oh, yeah.
1: Man. It's a wild wig. I mean, they are Very funny. Yeah. Um, I love that part. <laughs> even like the lady with the little bun on her hair, like she's. Oh, her, yeah. Like, <laughs> she's God. into it. She's into it.
2: But I mean, that's something that we haven't even gotten into at all. But because you are in the dance world mm-hmm. and everybody is so um, uh, like conscious of the way that they look mm-hmm. and, the, and weight and yep. all that stuff, um, how did that affect you in your. I mean, and you're going through all this journey of also like losing, like at this point you go through high school and, and I mean, I don't hear an accent at all out of you at all. Nothing.
3: It's weird. It's crazy. It's weird. I like got rid of it. Yeah. And I, I regret it. I really do. It's like, it sucks how, yeah, I just was like, I can't stand out. There's no way I, for for survival's sake. It was
2: fear-based. A hundred percent,
3: yeah It was like truly like back then the stakes were that high Where it's like, yeah. if I stand out, I will die now, They will kill me That's how I thought it
2: But it. in Queens, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who speak Spanish
3: Yeah, a hundred percent But it, you just didn't want to But it's it wasn't the fact that it Because like being bilingual mm-hmm. And literally learning English are two different things you're, Okay. So for me it was like oh, like I have a lot of work to do to try to even be one of those bilingual kids, you know? Yeah. I didn't have like a lot of white friends in – it is Queens. Like the number of white people in the school system, very few. Very few, yeah. But even then, I was like, oh, here's one thing they have in common. They speak English, (laughs) you know? For me, it was like, eek, oh no. And again, the ESL kids were made fun of. You know, because there was a lot of self-loathing at that time, you know, and a lot of like, I see Mm -hmm. you were both sort of immigrant, maybe first, second generation immigrants, but there's, but I, but I'm still better than you because I can speak the language. You can't,
2: you you haven't assimilated, man.
3: Exactly. Like, this is how
2: you're going to, you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because you're not, you're not being smart enough about Exactly. yeah. Yeah.
3: And it sucks to say, but like, I was a victim of, I was very much like. Very much like I am less than because I, I have an accent. I'm I mean, less my- than because, you know, uh, you know I don't really speak words correctly yeah. or whatever. F-
2: I mean, I grew up at my household wanting t- my parents to speak Tagalog to me and, mm. and for me to respond in Tagalog. But they did not. They said I could only respond in English because they did not want me to have an accent. Really? Yeah. And it got to the point where I... I would. They would have to slow down their Tagalog for me to even get it mm. because I was just so immersed in being American, yeah. That it was like not even a huge part of my life. And any time that I was bringing up things that I was like happy to be Filipino or this, they would shut it down.
3: Yeah, because that's real too. Like the the familial stuff too. Like the parents parents that move from another country, they see that in their. Real life, you know, they feel less than because they are, they don't feel like they're a part of the country that they live in. That sucks, you know what I mean? That's got to suck, yes? Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, there's a lot of that instilled, like, you will speak English. That's all you'll say. Yeah. Like, you will lose this accent. I can't be one of them, so you have to be one of them. Right. And... Yeah, I mean, you were a victim of it. I yeah. was, t- you know, it's I like was so real.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, You started the problem. St-
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I started it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I created this yeah, shitty yeah. system. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Welcome to it. Thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah, the Pokemon of white people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey. Fucking uh, Charizard. You know You know what's a uh, like a weird thing? because uh, it's kind of like it's maybe all connected in a weird way because you're talking about uh, stage fright and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's this phenomenon that they talk about to where, 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 we all started in like these smaller, these smaller tribes of people, like smaller groups of people, we all really relied on each other. Mm. And so if,
3: you if mean, you're talking about like the dawn of time, dawn of time, okay. yeah, yeah, way,
1: way back, way, mm-hmm. way back. And so, uh, if, if you were cast out of the group, you wouldn't survive you would die because we needed, everybody needed each other to survive. So if you did something or they thought you did something or whatever, and they cast you out of the group, like you were fucking done. And so you, if this were to happen, you'd have to kind of plead your case to the people. And so that the people that were in your group, and so you standing in front of them, uh, it's like the earliest form of like stage fright. And I think that's kind of why that's Mm. embedded in a lot of people is because you're literally on stage, arguing for your life. Wow. That is, it's, I never thought about it that way. And right, that's really it's, interesting. Yeah. And so that's why there's this, you know, this, Incredible flight or fight that doesn't, because even if you intellectually understand, like it doesn't fucking matter Mm. if I blow it at Franklin Mm
4: -hmm. (laughs) when somebody
1: calls me Oscar on stage. It does. (laughs) Everybody's going to be fine. Yeah. But it feels like you're going to die. You know, it's mm -hmm. a similar kind of feeling. And then also talking about assimilation and not wanting to be an other Mm -hmm. and wanting to be the same. That's another thing, too, is like I have to, like your parents wanting you to fit in for the group and it going beyond just oh, this is America and this is where we are now. It's like they're concerned about your survival. Mm -hmm. That could be kind of part of it, too. Also, you know... And you wanting to not be, you know, not throw up any flags and wanting to fit in, you know? Not throwing up
2: any flags when you were that young Mm -hmm. was one thing. So your fear was to stand out. Mm -hmm. And then when you move here to the States, you stand up during dance and Mm -hmm. you stand out. And you're the only boy. And you're also Oscar. You're called... that. That's your name. So that is you. So Mm -hmm. when people call you by your name right now, it can bring you back to that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like the first I mean, if you yeah, it was like that thing of like standing out and getting the complete opposite experience of um, doing the conga. Right. Of like standing out in a good way versus standing out in a. Bad way. Terrible way. Yeah. And to even take it even further, the reason why, like, I will, I don't think I could ever do stand up or like solo character stuff. Like that to me is so scary. But improv is like, that's where I live in Mm -hmm. terms of comedy because I am part of a group. Oh, interesting. Because I don't see myself as like, I am, I am. I am a member of this team. It's like I am this team. Like I'm. This is the team. We are a team. All of us. You're
1: not an island. Yeah, and I know that.
3: Like, like we trust each other. I mean, if it's a good team, right? Like we trust each other. We love each other. We support each other. It's not just one person or two people on their own, right? Yeah. So like that's why improv was so great for me because it made me. I still get to perform, which truly I love. I love doing. Yeah, I've always loved performing, but and I do it in a way that is safe for me. Right, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that like yeah, because I couldn't, I could not ever wow doing stand up. Sure. Whoa, whoa, no yeah. way.
1: I, I want to ask you. So when you're in when you're in college and mm-hmm. you're doing this dance, do you, is that the only exercise you're doing, or were you doing gym and no, stretching? No, gym. And stuff? Uh,
3: you had to. You know, you had yeah, to like supplement keep yourself all that. in shape exactly that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. And, yeah. and what about food? Are you just eating calories because you're working so oh, man. hard.
3: Well, yeah. Food is like, I never watched what I ate. <laughs> but back then it's like you're young and your metabolism is high and you're constantly all, especially when you do conservatory stuff is, all you do is yes. dance, You just have to, you have to eat to all survive.
1: You all you do. What, what did your parents cook for you guys growing oh, up? It was
3: like you know, Colombian stuff, which is really bad for you. It's all fried, <laughs> greasy ass food. Okay. I love Colombian. La- Colombian, food. Uh, Colombian food is delicious God. as hell. What, it what is? Will some,
2: kill you. What is some
1: stuff like? I mean, Colombian it's stuff. like starchy. I,
2: it's like you know, it's just a lot of it's a lot of complex carbs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, fried fried stuff what's a a
3: popular
1: colombian dish
3: like bandeja paisa is like the biggest like the dish you get and it is giant that's like part of it (laughs) that is part of it.
1: huge
3: serving for one person and it has fried meats um like pork fat like pork what do you call it like pork rind stuff it's like um uh una arepa which is just like Fried corn, fried corn. Yeah, it's like yeah. smashed Rice, fried corn, beans, like uh, it, uh,
2: plantains.
3: Plantains. So then it's just like, yeah.
2: and that's also fried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's all like, fried. It's all that. So you're getting like the um the like the banana stuff plus <laughs> it's fried. Guess what, guys? I'm in. I'm it's, in.
3: Oh, it's, it's great. So delicious. Yeah, it, it sounds, sounds amazing. You can't have that every day, though.
1: No. Is there anywhere in LA to get good Colombian food? I haven't
3: found. It's so sad to say. In Queens, I was, mean, right? especially because I'm from Queens, so like that's the mecca of. I mean, Colombia is the mecca of Colombian food, but if if you're living in the states, that's where you go. LA just doesn't. What, what was getting, the
2: place in Queens?
3: i, know, I can't think
2: of a It's again. called
3: on, an,
2: Colombian Antogos food or something like
1: that. Colombian food. Yeah, it was yeah, called, Colombian called Colombian food. food. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it was that something
2: in northern like.
3: God, I can't remember. Exactly.
2: Yeah, it was
1: Northern Boulevard. Northern yeah.
3: Boulevard, and yeah, I, saw, I, I can't remember,
1: but it was great. So was you're like, you're God. growing up eating a lot of fried food. Oh yeah, your parents didn't care, they and, wasn't, was, and, a lot and of, you were
2: moving around a lot. And then even even in college, you're moving around even mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm. But what's your like life? Like, what do you eat? Like, what uh, in are college you guys was,
3: eating in college? You yeah, mean? Uh, I was vegan, so okay. that's. Um, and I was also hard lining at the time. So, um, hard hard lining is, so I'm straight edge meaning I don't drink, do drugs, mm-hmm. smoke, any of that stuff. But hard lining means you, you don't put anything that will alter your behavior in your body, meaning no sugar, no, no caffeine, caffeine, none of that stuff. So I was like a vegan and hard lining at the same time. So I guess I was eating the best I've ever eaten sure. in my entire life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then after I graduated, it was just harder for me to be a vegan, especially when you are struggling, you know, and yeah. just like trying to survive, truly trying to survive.
1: What, what was your thoughts on being a vegan at the time? Was it for ethical reasons or was it health? Truly,
3: honestly, no. It was because I went to a school and... The guy I was dating was vegan, so I just did it too Guys. um and yeah, so he kind of romanced you into ve- yeah yeah, and it was great. I was yeah. like, yeah, uh-huh, that yeah, is cool. and he was
2: also a dancer,
3: <laughs> no, he was a musician, okay, he was yeah, so he was in the uh in the music department okay. which is that that was where our oh, okay in our oh, that's, school it was because we your... shared the same building, oh okay. cool, so that's there was cool. a lot of. Of that Rome, yeah, romance bands amongst. and dancers artists and artists artists and yeah. artists exactly, so then
2: you, after college, move
3: back to Queens, I moved back to Queens,
2: and then you're struggling as an artist, trying to be a dancer,
3: hard, yes, struggling yes. hard, mm-hmm. you still with this dude? I'm still with this dude, uh-huh. yeah, we're dating, um we live not together, and then we finally move together. We moved to Brooklyn, uh-huh, um, no, we moved to Long Island City together which is truly one of my favorite neighborhoods in New York. When was that? When was this? This was 2003, 2004. Yeah. Um, yeah, And it
2: was Long Island city at that time was awesome. It was so
3: great. We, we lived in a, in an old storefront. So, and we lived in a house and it was his band and then me. And we would have, Parties and like just like lift the sure. gates open and it was like the best time. It was truly it was so fun. It's so Super New York, New, so New York yeah. Yeah.
1: artist yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah,
3: I very much lived that life for a while. Sure. Um, yeah, but you know, financially, not not doing well. You know? Yeah. Um, well, dance is tough.
1: Even if you're doing well as dance a dancer, it's still you uh, know.
3: Yeah i I like did some gigs here and there. I had a residency at Juilliard for a minute. Wow. I so was like. Kind of cool, That's yeah. Major, um, and then I sort of had to stop doing it for a while because you know classes were also incredibly expensive, sure. um, mm-hmm. and you know I wasn't getting help from my parents at all. So like I was still
2: they're not even though you went to college for it. No,
3: well, no, no.
0: Bell babies, it's huge. Listen. I know it's between Halloween and Thanksgiving we're in that little three-week period where things get a little scary when it comes to staying healthy because you just had a bunch of candy on Halloween. You know you're going to have a bunch of turkey on Thanksgiving, and then less than a month later, it's going to be Christmas, and you're going to be eating all of those Christmas hams and whatnot, and you want to make sure that you are staying you know, healthy. You're making sure that you are taking care of yourself. Maybe you're making sure that your skin is good or that you have your energy up or that you're sleeping well. Well, Maybe it's hard during this time to, you know, get all of the right nutrition when it comes to food and you might need to get a little bit of vitamins or supplements or maybe protein powders that will help you get to your goals or keep the goals or keep your healthy routine you have. And the way that you can keep that for yourself personally, is by going to takecareof.com and taking the online quiz. Now, what Take Care Of is, is an online vitamin supplement and protein powder company that will help you get the goals you want. If you want to get back into a healthy routine or you want to reprioritize yourself or you want to just focus in these next couple weeks, they are the ones that can help you. All you have to do is take a short, fun, five-minute quiz and you answer easy questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health needs. And you'll get a research-backed recommendation with vitamin supplements, and protein powders that you might need based on your completed quiz. And it's completely personalized. And if you, you know, want to fudge with some of the results, you can modify your subscription at any time um, based on your needs or your preference changes. So... It's totally easy, totally convenient. It gets shipped right to your door in daily packs so you don't have to worry about, you know, getting these big jugs of vitamins and supplements. You get the daily pack, so, you know, when you're busy and you're on the go or, you know, you want to just throw something in your gym bag or you want to make sure you know which – Vitamins you're taking every day, or if you're traveling for the holidays, for instance, and you don't want to bring a big jug with you, you have these daily packs provided to you by of that will make it so easy for you to take your vitamins and supplements every day. There are vegan and vegetarian options as well, if you are either of those or all of those, and um, it's simple, and it works. That's all gets delivered to your house. You get some daily packs. It's personalized. Now is the time to do it, okay? Now is the time to take care of yourself. And the way that you do this is you go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Dumbbells, and you will get 25% off your first Care-of order. Yep, for 25% off your first Care-of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Dumbbells. That's it. 25% 25% off your first Care-of order, you go to takecareof.com and enter Dumbbells. Guys, take care of yourself. So, like,
3: <laughs> so I came out to my parents and they essentially kicked me out of the house. So, oh, I, I mean, I, that was over. When was this? This was right as I was starting school. So I, I mean I had to tell them yeah so like mm-hmm. it was that it was like I'm dancing eek sorry and um I'm gay too so like yeah so uh, but I knew it was I knew it was going to happen sorry mm-hmm. to go through that yeah whatever I mean it is what it is yeah. yeah um and um yeah like it so like yeah I didn't have any of that support. Yeah. So it was rough. So then I started as a survival job. I worked for Scholastic Publishing, and that was like what I did for a while, and it was like the most nine-to-five-born went That one downtown right ever. by... Yeah. In Soho, yeah, Soho, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started working sign. at the store, uh-huh. just like a cashier or whatever, and then I did birthday parties for a little bit, and then that I became like an event coordinator for them, and that's what I did for a while. Um, and then during that time, I was sort of separating myself from dance because i would audition and then of course stage fright would come in and i would never book anything wow uh so yeah it was it was a very low sort of point professionally for me uh and then that's when i started doing improv
2: now were you still taking like some classes though even just to stay up on it and you loved it so much yeah
3: i mean i was doing stuff at like broadway dance center which is sure where everyone goes yeah Um, I took a class at Broadway You dancing. did? Yeah Wait, what class did you take? I
2: can't um, It was while I was in college uh-huh. And it was I took a couple of classes With my then girlfriend uh-huh. Because it was like Oh, you also so, take It's what you do It's just what you do I can't remember Oh, damn I definitely had yeah. Ballet yeah. jazz? or Yeah, yeah, ballet jazz <laughs> Everybody had their shirt off And then we danced in a circle Um, Wait, was it like a modern, or was was it a hip-hoppy sort of thing? I did a hip-hoppy one and a modern one, just so I remember getting... What what are your takes?
3: Broadway Dance Center is very specific. It has a very specific vibe. Yes. What did you think of that place?
2: I... I don't, know, I don't know anything other than it. Okay. From taking, I have okay. never taken a dance class mm-hmm. other than there. Other than like choreography for a show that I did or a musical, mm-hmm. but like never taken a class like that. But I was there as like somebody's boyfriend, mm-hmm. and it had that vibe to it mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, like, you know, I had the I'm vibe. tagging along. Yeah, yeah I'm tagging yeah. along and just being kind of part of it. So I didn't, I was too worried of about... The other people that I was there with, mm-hmm. then I was, you know, because I was like nineteen or twenty, yeah. and I was just like, "Isn't it cool that I'm one of these kind of yeah, dudes?" Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like accepting of stuff, and you know, so I'm like, I can't tell you anything about right. it other than me going. there. Yeah. are yeah. they
1: tough there? Is, um, it, is it like they're hard on the people?
3: Yeah, well, there's a specific culture there where it's like these are people. Everyone that goes to Broadway dancing are, are professional dan- These people are book. Yeah, book yeah. gigs. Yeah. You yes. Know? And then there's a culture involved, and this extends outside of Broadway Dance Center, but it's specifically true about Broadway Dance Center, which is you have your teacher and then you have your like little minions. <laughs> I say that so hopefully yeah. because I was never one of them. So they have um, a, they,
1: they're like a guru and they have their followers. Yes, and, are-
3: and then those people are in charge of doing the warm-ups and sort of like yeah. leading people in oh, exercises yes. and stuff, and then you have your head. The head choreographer Walks but in Those yeah. people will take the front half of that class And you have to sort of like Work your way up to get to the front of the class ah. Which is like close to the mirror Because that's the spot everyone wants yeah. You know Because if you're in the back You're screwed You're right. not going to learn the choreo Yeah As well So it is that culture of like No, no, no I paid my dues I need to be in the front of this class You know yeah. and So like eventually if you stick around with it You like Right Got like, it. And, and then you got your way to the spot. And that's a coveted spot. So people look at the, the people in the first two rows and they're like,
1: yeah. Okay. These oh.
3: people are. Yeah. yeah oh, right. I was all the way in the back. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's Knight.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> Harold night. Yeah. That's Harold night. Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah, and then you get yeah. some buck that comes in there and think they can push up to the front. Everybody's got to push them back. Yeah, okay, uh, you got to pay the dues. That'd, That'd be true. funny
2: if you were a teacher at UCB and somebody on a mess hall team did your warm ups and then you yeah. walked in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody who's yeah. like doing some who's like a yeah. new sub, is like, okay, they're doing the warm ups and then I'm going to come yeah. in yeah. about twenty minutes yeah. in. Yeah. See what the real work so, is yeah, going to exactly. be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Put
2: them through crazy. And hey. if you sit in the first two rows, yeah, exactly. night, you're definitely going yeah. up and doing a couple of scenes. If you're in the back, not gonna there's happen. a you chance that watch. you're you not. Just you, you just watch. You just watch. Get Take ready. Notes. Maybe
1: jump up during a group yeah. game. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
3: Wow. Yeah, so that was the culture. Wow. Oscar,
1: did you, I feel like we talked at one point, did you have an injury or something? I
3: did. I busted my kneecaps.
1: That's they,
2: right. Both of
3: them? Just one, my right one. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it would be crazy that you blew through your kneecaps.
3: <laughs> Someone shot me in my kneecaps. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, well. Yeah. The bullets, <laughs> apparently, bullets travel. Yeah. Wait, Those so two how-
3: From
2: one knee to
1: the other. <laughs>
3: yeah. Damn, that's. Uh, well,
2: uh, how did that?
3: Dance injury. Wow. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. Happened when I was 22. Um, and then, you know, so like that was a big hit for me. So like, I was like, well then fuck this. And you know, here's the thing, like dancers have a very short shelf life in terms of like career. And sure. Like, sure. So most dancers be- are dancers for a, l- a while. And then when their body eventually, cause you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard on the body. Yeah. It truly. I will say ruins your body in some ways. Um, you then graduate to become a choreographer. Yes. Yeah. So that's yep. what you do. If mm-hmm. you're it's in like, your 30s, you're a choreographer. Yeah. In your 20s, you're training to be a choreographer. In your early 20s, you're a dancer.
1: Got it. That's like Kate Blanchett and Benjamin Button. Okay.
3: <laughs> do you <laughs> remember uh, that? I didn't. See, I've never seen. that I mean, that that's movie. not the thing I would remember from yeah. that movie. But she's a
1: dancer. She's great, and she's on her way and she gets in a bad car accident. She gets like hit by a car. Mm. And then he, you know, because he's aging backwards, he goes to visit her. Cause they've kind of like, they're together and they separate and they're together and they're separate. And then he's like starting to like approach his youth as she's getting older mm. And he says because she's devastated because she's missed the prime of her dancing because she's got this she's been in this horrible uh, car accident yeah. and he said you would have been done in like two years anyways it doesn't matter damn you wow know? but he only has that perspective because Answer he's my button's
3: a jerk
1: yeah it is he's trying to comfort her though because <laughs> yeah. And she's saying like you couldn't you know you couldn't understand. So, so that movie is
2: basically saying even if you're a man who started it all, you still don't get it right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's the takeaway.
2: That's the takeaway. He might have sure. put it
1: better than I did. He I just did doubt it. No, yeah. no. I doubt it. I think <laughs> you did it better. Yeah. I did. You softened yeah. the blow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um you just saying that her life isn't over. Oh God. You know, it. I don't know. Eh, that's I not what yeah. it sounded like. But
3: <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. But also like that's that's the that's the first thing they tell you when you go. To dance school Yeah It's like enjoy it While you can Because it's not Going
1: to last forever Yeah Right That's it And then so Like Nomi Malone And uh, uh, Showgirls Enough <laughs> of the movies And, and But yes <laughs> It's helping a lot of people Out yeah, there yeah, People yeah. are trying to understand Everybody
0: So far Like Labyrinth
2: Never saw it Bedroom Buddy yeah. Never saw it Showgirls Absolutely Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Only see Only <laughs> see I only
2: love seen that movie every yeah.
1: Versace <laughs>
2: Yeah
3: um, So you're
2: Um so then you start oh focusing God. on improv. Yeah. You're still kind of taking dance just to keep you in shape? Yeah. Is that what's You're a dancer are, forever. Are yeah. you Yeah, I still do it. Are you um are you working out at a gym and stuff like that too in New York or are you I, just taking dance as I was, like your
3: athletic thing? Well, I was work uh, Yeah, I was working out. I was doing stuff at uh, Crunch. Crunch <laughs> Fitness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A crunch. Yeah. And I did that for for forever until I moved to LA. Uh-huh. And then I did it in LA, but it's just harder. There's less crunch gyms here. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so then
1: they don't make as much sense in LA as they do in they New kind York. Of don't. Yeah. Cause when you go to one in LA, the one in LA, like it feels like a New York one, but you're like, this is, it's weird. We have more space. Why yeah, right? you don't yeah. need to make it like that? The cool oh, thing right. that
3: I loved about crunch in New York was that there was one that was open Twenty-four hours, that's a day. nice. And that's yeah. the one I was like so about that gym. Yeah, ooh, I would work out like at two in the morning. Yeah, I would just be Doing stuff. Yeah, yep. you know. Um, and here there. I mean, is twenty-four hour fitness a twenty-four hour gym?
1: Some of them, Some are, of them are, but not all. Not yeah. all. Yeah. yeah, not all. Which yeah, it's I'm very like, confusing. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah, and also gym culture to me is weird now. Now that I'm very old, like <laughs> gym culture is so weird for me for the same reasons that like dance and performance is weird because I always feel like I stand out in not a good way mm. because in, in terms of like form and stuff, like I don't fucking know the right form to lift weight you know, I've never had like a train or anything like that. So like, I don't know what I'm doing. And if I'm in the gym, I'm doing cardio a hundred percent. That's all I'm doing. I'm, I was too intimidated to like do any weight training at all because I'm like, <laughs> How do I do this? Also, because of my knee thing, I'm like, am I going to fuck up my body even more? Because I've heard horror stories of people doing something correctly and just like killing themselves, you know? And knees are scary. And knees are especially scary. So I avoided any of that weight training stuff forever. Forever. Still. Still. Still Still. you avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I'm like, I don't know what the freak I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But dancing, you're doing that... Still now Still. as, like, your main um, mm-hmm. exercise. Yeah. And yeah. how often are you dancing?
3: Not as much as I would like to. I, twice a week, really. Uh-huh. Um, and I take a contemporary class. I mean, I take classes at the Sweat Spot. I'm about to gas the Sweat Spot up right now. Um, <laughs> it's a dance studio opened by Ryan Heffington, who, do you know who that is?
1: Uh-uh. I do it sounds familiar. Yeah,
3: he choreographed all of Sia's music videos. That's yeah, how yeah. he became, like, really popular chandelier and all that stuff. So like he opened Elastic a,
1: Heart with Elastic
3: Shia. Heart. Yeah. So he's like an incredible mm, an
1: incredible
3: song. choreographer and truly has changed the game when it comes to movement because all of his movements are so in, like truly incredible and celebrates bodies, I think. Yeah. It's like very body positive over there in a good way. Um Great. well body positive that that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's in Silver Lake. And it's the studio is so awesome. It's so great. So I take a contemporary class with someone named Tiffany Sweat, who is so truly Is it her studio? It's Sweep's No, sweat that's spot. her name though. I know. It's actually kind of crazy. Perfect yeah. storm. I don't yeah. know if that's her real last name, but Got that's it. the name. It's like
2: a it's like a Muay Thai fighter at most gyms that you take on the they take your yeah. last name becomes the gym that you change. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah.
3: And the, the vibe of the sweat spot is so similar to the vibe I had in college. So that's why I love it so much. It is like very community based. And, uh, they, they have a thing every Sunday called dance church, where is it? It's just like people moving their bodies and they're very big about like, okay. So like there, there's these classes, but you don't have to be like a dancer to take these, hmm. do them at your own pace. You can like, you know what I mean? It's, Whatever you want, right? Yeah,
1: everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah,
3: and I, I, I loved that approach yeah. to dance because dance can be very alienating. Yeah, yeah. and like, you know. Um, and aside from that, I also take a thing called Groove Three. Okay, which is super awesome, and the, uh, the at the f- same sweat p- spot, sweat spot, but it's all over L.A. So, like, um,
1: I checked out after Groove Two. <laughs> nice Guess who did
3: you it You gotta get that trilogy yeah, 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 though Guess yeah, yeah. who did um, it
2: <laughs> But you know what In, group, th- in group three <laughs> They um, they <laughs> have the original cast back Exactly The second yeah. one yeah. The second one They were
3: like
1: it's like Tried what? to expand the world, said, world no. Too quickly yeah, exactly. yeah, That's me But I like the one That nobody likes yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry We're group contrarian Group two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to Tokyo Drift
3: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, And it's essentially It's really cool Because it is a dance choreography class that is masked like as a cardio class. So what the cool thing about them is that they have a live DJ who's always like playing music grooves. So it feels playing grooves. I got it. Yeah. And it feels like a party. The vibe is a party. And so you do repetitive movements over and over and over again that it like becomes ingrained in your body, and then you do a little bit more every time, and by the end of the class, you learn a complete piece, oh wow, right? yeah and
1: so it's and you, it's and you by, get all the exercise that
3: went into that it's a because you aren't you don 't stop dancing, yeah, you 're not allowed to stop dancing it 's constant movement over because the thing with choreography is. Most dance classes are choreography classes and all you do is you watch someone do it. You stop moving. So in terms of a workout, you're not really getting a workout because there's a lot of resting periods of absorbing choreography. But this, you are constantly doing the moves over and over again. So there is no stopping to absorb. You're learning it as You're doing the choreography as you're learning it. Oh, that's awesome. And
2: now is this class open to people of all... It's
3: open to everyone. Yeah. And it is a good time. And what I love about it is that, again, it sort of destroys that whole, like, if you spend a lot of time with this class, you sit in the front. Because halfway through the class, he'll switch the lines up so the people who don't feel very... confident halfway through they they get that confidence and they have the little little like time to shine you know and then at the end of class he splits the class into two groups and then one group it's so great and then you celebrate you're supposed to cheer everyone so it is such a it's headed by this guy benjamin allen who is a god he's so incredible really nice soul Really helping out the community, just one of the one of my favorite people. I think in LA, period. He's just so great. Um, Groove three, check it out. Everyone, they're they're all over LA. So you got to check out Groove three.
1: Fun. That sounds fun. That sounds great. You guys should come. You guys should
3: come to a Groove three class with. I love too. It would be so fun to have you guys there.
2: I love trying any kind, yeah, anything. Me too. I just, especially when it comes to like dance stuff, I'm just so. It always perks my ears up. And I just need to find time to just, why not try? Yeah. Stuff.
3: It's always
2: um, good to
1: get your ears perked up.
2: You know, I got my ears perked up because my eyes are already perked up and my <laughs>
1: lips are always <laughs> protruded. Yeah. So always, it's just like, dude. you so got them selfies. I have those you selfies. You got to get them angles. <laughs> I got to get them But it's man. a short life. Eugene
3: uh, is on constant uh, selfie mode. I yeah. yeah. I yeah. Constant, oh, constant
1: selfie Gotta get those out. angles. Perking get
2: those angles.
1: Perkin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do Perk you, cassette. Do you, I have my perk. Yeah, sets. Do you like when choreographers do the sounds when they're telling you the stuff like the pa ta, ta ta, sa sa? You know when they that's like. That's how just,
3: I choreograph. Do stuff. Do you? I like yeah. that. I it's love my that. favorite thing because yeah. I'm bad with counts. Yeah, because I am a contemporary. Like that's my school. We don't have counts in contemporary. Right. 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 It's it's like the way that I would choreograph stuff is I would be like, um, give me give me sort of an account of despair. <laughs> and then they would do that. And we're like, okay, we're doing that. And we're, then we're adding a chain of hopefulness to then sort of wrap up with sadness and then end it with a stillness. Like that's how I would choreograph wow. pieces. Wow, awesome. Yeah. So it's all emotional-based Do you based do choreography.
2: choreography now?
3: I do sometimes. The way that I do, yeah, choreography, now the way that I do it is through Drag Race. Yeah. Cause I choreograph all of my numbers and stuff. Yeah. But in terms of like and teach you have a class a crew and I have a crew, yeah, I have that, a which that, is crazy, Yeah, but very fun. Um, and, but I don't teach classes anymore. Yeah. But I used to.
1: Wow. But not anymore. Let's talk about drag race a little bit. Sure. So that's where I've seen you dance. Mm. Um, and so, so what goes into like prepping a show? What well, let's, you- tell, let's tell people what it is. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. So it's um, it's like the show RuPaul's Drag Race that everyone knows about. I think, right? Sure. I think people, everyone knows I think about it. If
1: they haven't watched, it, they at least know about it. Exactly. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's, so it's Out. UCB's version of that, where we take comedians who have never done drag before, and we they dress up, and it's like a con. Like we give them like prompts and challenges, and they do mm-hmm. it, and it's like. A truly exciting show. It's really great because we get to see we get to see people's like drag career start because of UCB Drag Race. It's crazy that, that wow, ha- there's really? Like, there's like drag queens out in the world now that started on that show, wow. and then we see like comedians that you would never expect to be in drag to do drag, and it's just very fun.
1: Yeah, and it's I think it's one of those you know you could. The benefit of being involved with theater like UCB is you can kind of see stuff emerge as a being a thing, and I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. the UCB drag race is one of those things yeah, where you are like, I think so. People are like, "Ooh, this is exciting!" Like, well, this yeah. is f- it's
2: almost it's what, what's made it great. I mean, about UCB that's still great is people who have um, focused on different ways of presenting shows. Um, have still found it at U C B which we we're lucky mm. because then it, it opens it out. Which allows like Spanish Aki yeah. and Asian AF and Drag Race to be big shows. Yes. Yes, yeah. and people that's are like, hungry to see that. Hungry stuff. to see it, and it's and and those are the things that are taking off at those theaters right now. And but thank well, God that yeah. It's, well, I'll also it.
3: say about that is, and I'll attach Black Girl Magic to that list too. Yeah, is that you're getting a crowd that isn't a UC, typical UCB crowd yes. coming in droves to support their community, and yes. that's to me is magical. Yeah. Yes. you know, people who will come to an Asian AF show and be like, I've never even heard of UCB, but right. like, I came through, and now I'm. And now I'm here, like, and now I'm interested. Now yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Spanish Hockey Presents, like, uh, you know, I teach at UCB, and a bunch of my students were people that were like, I came to see your show, sure. and now I want to do this. It's perfect. And it's, what? Like, what?
2: And what what's the community like at the Drag Race shows?
3: Incredible. It's, yeah. like, truly such a fun, like, queer show in terms of, like, people are coming up and supporting just the... Because the thing is, like, none of us, like... Uh, Mono Gapian, Nicole Bayer, and I host the show, and like I mean we're not i mean the biggest drag queen is Nicole Bayer of the of the three <laughs> Mono and I don't do drag outside in, in Out the of, wild' outside we don't,
2: of that show yeah, we're you like, don't outside of that show no
3: no we're just we just do it because we love this show and, and yeah, but it's but there's people from the outside world that will come in and it's just so great, it's so awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I'll, I'll add to that too, of being, you know, being like the white dude that, you know, that usually kind of tended to like be the only thing you'd see at UCB. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's true. I mean, that's, it's, it's getting better, Uh but it's, that's, that was the reality of it for a long time. When when shows like this come in and you see new talent and new ways of performing and all that stuff everybody wins
3: yes everybody that I wins. get
1: to go see this fucking show and it's something I've never seen before mm-hmm. yeah. and I see people that I wouldn't be around normally and stuff and so like yeah. the theater improves comedy improves entertainment improves and you're opening and yourself up to yes. yeah. a brand
3: new thing that you never thought you'd ever be into Man. right
1: and even if you're i even if you're a selfish person you still Look at it—is that you have more entertainment available yes. to you? Yes. Yeah. You could be selfish and racist, but you by by the diversity expanding and you being able to see different new things, mm-hmm. you're getting more entertainment. Yeah. So even if yeah. you're even if you have selfish motives, don't be afraid of that. How um how often is that show? What Drag Race? Drag Race. For it's once to a month.
3: It. Um, it's and we go by seasons too. So
2: seasons of the RuPaul Drag.
3: Right. Uh, seasons of UCB drag. UCB. Right, but I'm saying it's
2: like the same way that it would be Very much a the season. same way. Exactly, yeah, 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 right. I don't mean it like it, it, it coincides yeah. with that show <laughs> and,
3: and by any But names. like, um, you know, in the show, there's like maybe 10, 13 episodes of the show. We have like four to five. Yeah. So it's a very condensed version of the actual show. So the same um, acts will perform for four or five months and then one performer leaves every month or whatever right. until one is crowned. So there is a winner. I mean, the grand prize is nothing. It's a joke. Yes. The person who won last time won $18. So that's, Perfect. And, and an opportunity to meet Beth Apel, which, <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, that was like huge. the prize. and it's huge. You know what I mean? So it's huge. people don't do it. I mean, maybe but people do it, do it for, it for the for grand that. prize, yeah, but yeah. people don't do it for that. People do it to like have fun and experiment and like, and we celebrate all kinds of drag too. It's not just drag queens. We have drag, we've had drag kings on the show. We've had Bio Queens on the show. We've had all kinds of performers, drag performers do the show.
1: Yeah, bringing schoolboy realness and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or girl all, realness. all of
3: that. Yeah. Which is yeah it's, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great. We love
1: it. Have you seen Paris is Burning? Yes. Yeah. It's so
2: It's uh,
3: amazing. Perfect.
1: <laughs> I love
2: it. And then I watched I tried to start watching Pose and mm-hmm. I wasn't into it because it felt like it was a caricature mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it just it, it didn't feel as real. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh but I heard it that show got better and whatever, yeah. but I don't watch
1: I mean it. I've never seen that show, so yeah. So mm-hmm. so and then you, but you're doing like fu- full on choreography for yeah. your show. Yeah. Uh yeah, like the makeup and all that stuff Are is they, amazing. Oh, yeah.
2: Are you choreographing other people's mm-hmm. things?
3: Yeah. Uh so are you doing all the choreography for mm, not everyone's choreography, but definitely like you know at UCB I am I am known as like the dancer, yeah. I think, you know? So like people do reach out to me. I think like Amy Hessler and I are like known yes. as like the dancers of UCB. Yes. Um so like we we work on and Chuck Ma as well, of course. Uh-huh. Um so like yeah, it's 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 one of the three of us doing the choreography, the choreography for everybody. For everybody yeah. Here. Um, and that's cool. And then what about makeup wise, just
2: and stuff? I, is there a team or is there, is there people that
3: there is one person that like, sort of like loves it, loves, or does it, does it, does uh-huh. it. And, um, is super great. Not a part of the community Wow At all But just like Was a fan of the show And, and was became, like I want to do Wow Your makeup And I How was like cool Great awesome that? cool
1: It's, spectacular. it's spectacular Your makeup is amazing
3: Oh it's fantastic And You're- he's great But also Heather Woodward Does my makeup sometimes Her too Her
1: makeup is amazing And
3: she's incredible Incredible! Her makeup is amazing.
1: Uh, is there somewhere people can look at some of your performances online?
3: I mean, if you go on Ruha Teslimi's Instagram, oh, yeah. it's all over you there. Can, uh, you can
2: actually probably watch it as a full performance. Yeah, you guys,
3: like the entire show from start to
1: finish. You can watch. You got to watch Oscar dance. On. I it's mean, fun. it's it's really cool, like yeah. <laughs> trippy, cool stuff. Yeah, um, and 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 different, and uh, yeah, I can't I mean, wait to. Oh yeah, for the next one. Yeah. I'm um, excited about it. Are you going to do something, Eugene? I I am. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so when is that going to happen? Are you, after you're done filming? No, no,
2: during like where yeah. it's it starts It's in the works now. It's in the works now for yeah, cuz
1: cuz the next one starts here in as in, in November. November. Yeah.
2: Um, so
1: what's what are some tips about about coming up with a good queen for yourself? Um, in terms
3: of like, oh, Jesus, just gotta have confidence Confidence Also, here's the thing too Here's, we've had mm, five, this is crazy We've had five seasons of the show Wow And we always invite one, quote unquote, professional drag queen uh-huh. to, to compete in it I, As in like a queen in the outside world who like performs yes. or whatever And they are always the first to go Wow Because what they don't have that UCB performers have is comedy. <laughs> and uh, they don't take themselves too seriously. And I think you need to do that in order to be a successful drag queen. Yeah, you know?
2: comedians don't take themselves too seriously.
3: Or Yeah, yeah, comedians don't. Yeah, yeah. The drag queens do. They're mostly like I'm I'm the and granted they are the most like pretty put together queens at you know because it ranges from, like, ragtag, drag, yeah. people who've never done it before, to, like, people who've never done it before, but have a great team of people that make them look great, who are also funny and charismatic and really, yeah. and other stuff, you know? Yeah. So I think that's the thing, is just, like, yeah, having fun. Yeah. Uh, silly. It's silly. It's drag silly. is so silly. I cannot
1: wait. It's so great. Well, oh, well and man. if you look at, like, arguably, I would say the most successful, if you want to, like, qualify it that way, mm-hmm. drag queen would be RuPaul. Yeah. Who's... Super funny. Super funny. I mean consistent. Super sharp. I mean, he was able to, and that's his preferred pronoun. Mm-hmm. Right. He was able to uh f- fucking cross over oh, yeah. way before any and it's still not tolerant, you know, but way yep. before. I mean, I remember like in fucking ninety one, like him being on MTV uh spring break and doing a full on, like like had a hit single. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. is like, yeah, he had a hit, hit single, hit single. he's
2: just like, and, and, and what he's willing and the confidence he has and the comedy that he has mm-hmm. to like pull off anything else. like the fact that, I, and for me to be, um, you know, just, I was, I was like, okay, I know what a drag queen is and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then the first time I saw him without a wig and he was just rocking it that way. And he was still a drag. Oh, it yeah. was like mind blowing yeah. to
1: me. Yeah,
2: and I'm like, oh fuck! It's just about being Conf- confident, yeah, beautiful. Oh yes. yes, yes, yes. So like this confident, beautiful moment of that, I was just like, this is the coolest and it's the most magical, magical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to so I can't wait. I'm yeah. I'm yeah. I mean, by the time this comes out, I might have already done oh, it. Oh man,
1: <laughs> we'll have to um, do like a recap with you. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be so fun. Well, so what do you like? Before we let, we've taken too much of your time already. Yeah, but a, uh, what what do you want to accomplish fitness wise? Uh What are some goals you have? And then uh, we'll have you come back on, and we'll see where you are on getting Ooh, to those goals. Yeah.
3: Um. Yeah, I think like. For me, I don't ever think about myself in terms of like I need to be this way. I need to lose this amount of body fat, I need to blah blah blah. Like that to me is so complicated and also
1: uh tricky territory mathic, in terms mathy. of
3: Doesn't, too mathy, too mathy, too And weird. Maybe not healthy. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I like at least in my brain, like that does that like will just not be
1: That'll fuck safe you up.
3: for me. Yeah. Um so for me it is just like feeling good, truly just feeling good being able to like Move my body, yeah and continue to do the things you love and feel good in my skin, like truly that's all it is, I think in terms of goal, yeah, it's like um, can I keep doing the things that I love already uh, this is so vague and definitely not very helpful for you guys but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no this is there's other people that are in the same boat that yeah. that it may be that yeah and keep it's great yeah keep uh maintenance, keep feeling good be yeah. able to keep, dance yeah. the way you want to dance exactly yeah you know, eat the right foods that make you feel energized. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that
3: if that's one thing that I need to work on is just eating better because I, I, I admit I'm not a very good eater. Like <laughs> I will eat what I want, which is a hundred percent, not usually the best choice. Sure, you know? well,
1: Sometimes that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, And you should eat what you want, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah, but of I, course. I think that there's a way if we can kind of sneak it, use a little judo to kind of sneak it into your overall healthy approach to life. Yeah. You know, eat something that supports your lifestyle of wanting to be able to move. I think so. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, feel good. Mm-hmm. So if you can kind of experiment and find those foods that do that for you, exactly. and then just try to make those what you eat most often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think overall it is just the awareness of what I'm eating. Cause sometimes I just don't, I don't have the time. I'm like, I'll eat this thing. I don't care. Uh, and it's like, you know,
1: Okay. Trash. So yeah. let's so let's say this for the sake of the show. Let's say your goal is to add, a, a, make a gentle push towards more mindfulness in your eating. Yeah. I like
3: that. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah, and, and it's also just an excuse for you,
2: us to have you back yeah, and then talk yay. about more stuff. <laughs> good. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oh, so then. We plug Drag Race, but we can plug it even more and all the other stuff. Uh, Plug away.
3: Anything that you want to... Okay, here we go. So, number one, Spanish Checker Presents. It's a monthly show at UCB, Latinx Talent Showcase Show. Really fun. It's the first Friday of every month at 9 p.m. at UCB Sunset. Then you have UCB Drag Race, which is a midnight show. The first... Friday. Is it Friday? The first Friday of every month, starting in November... I believe it's November 8th Um, At UCB Franklin Mm -hmm. And then yeah uh, I'm on this animated show called Bless the Hearts Very fun Uh, Love that show It's incredible It's on Fox Please watch it (laughs) Yes Great Great. And then
1: social media Where people can find you
3: Oh yes of course Thank you Uh, It's uh, at Ozzymo O-Z-Z-Y-M-O On Twitter And Instagram Perfect Love it. Love it.
2: Um, if you want to find us on social media, you can do so at The Dumbbells across all platforms. If you want to email us, ask us anything, uh, it's easy. It's
1: askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, The Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Oscar, who has podcasts. Tell him your podcast. Really oh, yeah. Quick. I
3: have well, I have the Spanish Hockey podcast um, on Earwolf. Uh, and you can follow us on Instagram at Spanish Aki presents, uh, all one word. And then I have a Disney uh, podcast called Inside the Disney Vault, and you can follow us on Instagram at Inside the Disney Vault. Right.
1: Perfect. On behalf of Eugene, Oscar, and myself, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty, Be Clean, and Live in Between. We love you, Austin. Oh, Houston. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I guess we love all of Texas. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> we love you, y'all.